Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from New York. It's the show that has heard Jonathan Kaminga now 7-3. <laughs> it's first things first today. Draft day approaches. Is Ooh. Damian Lillard on the move? And should he be? Meanwhile, Wemby off target with his first pitch. But is he on track to be the best number one pick of this century? Okay. And Well, it's a tease. Okay. And finally, Kevin Durant defends the legacy of his old teammates. Somewhat yeah, confusing, yeah. somewhat honorable. Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, did you like yeah. Katie's latest tweets? His latest tweet salvo. I don't know if many people did, but I was one of them. I liked it. I think Katie actually makes some really fair points in this that we will discuss. More on that in 45 minutes. But we it's actually in an hour. In More 45 minutes, we're talking about one hour. DeAndre Hopkins. We start with <laughs> Dame's Dilemma. Portland at the crossroads of a rebuild. Or a major move to build around Dame, which won't work. Dame spoke to Hoops Hype saying, of course people are going to say, you don't have a ring. You see how people talk about Charles Barkley, and he's Charles Barkley. He was a great player. Of course it's at the top of the list for me to win a championship. Okay. Brew, any chance Dame is winning a title in Portland? No. Okay. Nope. I mentioned yesterday no. if they got Zion Williamson with the third pick, you know, for the third yep. pick, that'd be great, and I'd keep Dame for a year and see how well that goes. But that's second round max, probably. Uh, maybe conference finals, but definitely I don't think they'd win the West. And so I don't think, number one, they can build a team around him that's good enough to win. Number two, Damian Lillard is an all-time great. We know he made the top 75 team, mm -hmm. all that. Not good enough as a smaller player to lead a team to a championship. They're going to have to get a, either a player that's better than him or right there comparable with yeah. him and bigger. Yeah. Right? That's what they need. Like, I've said it before. Isaiah Thomas of the Pistons and Steph Curry are the only two small players to lead teams to championships. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. In the history of basketball. And I don't think Dame's going to do it. The good thing for Dame is he doesn't. We all wanna, would like to see him win a championship. It'd be great. He would make a Miami and some other teams better. But Dame is not at that level where it's like, he got to win the championship. Or else, like, that's the MVP level. So that, Durant, Harden, you, they, they have to win championships. Nobody's going to take points away from Dame if he doesn't end up winning the championship. If he does, it's great, and it makes his legacy better. Mm -hmm. But I don't think anybody's going to rip Damian Lillard if he doesn't win a championship. Well, here's what – because I think people are getting maybe a little tired of this story. I said yesterday my cup was full on it or close to full on it. 
And I don't know if he is going to be moved or not. But I would like to do something here that I feel like for all the time we've talked about Damian Lillard is not done very often, which is remind the audience, this is Portland's fault. We can now be frustrated with Dame, Willie, or Woney. I got places to be. I get that. But Portland has had a decade yeah. to build a competent team around an excellent but obviously limited star because of his size. And they have failed. They never found him a number two post-Aldridge, and they made these mealy-mouthed moves. I went through them, and I'll just give, give the audience a quick reminder of it. They traded a first-round pick for Jeremy Grant, who we don't know what his future with the team is. They have nothing to show for trading C.J. McCollum. Nothing left from that. They traded a first-round pick for Larry Nance, then included him in the trade when they got rid of, Coving- of C.J. McCollum, and for a first-round pick for Robert Covington, who plays for the Clippers now. They tra- They got in the Hassan Whiteside business with their eyes wide open. They yeah. never once said, okay, we have a star who's 6-2. We're going to need to build a team that can handle those natural defensive limitations. So I don't blame Dame for them not winning, and I don't think you blame Dame for them not winning, in part because he's not an all-time, all-time great, but also because they haven't put the right team around him. But now, Wilds, even though it's not his fault, he is at a position where you can't have both things you want. He claims to want to win a championship and also to never leave the Blazers. Well, those two things are diametrically opposed. True. So much like someone who is committed to their family and their career, and they get a job offer across the country, and the, uh, you, the spouse says, we're not moving, you then have to make a choice. But what am, what am thinks, I more committed to? What if he thinks, which we disagree with, but he thinks he can actually lead them to a championship that, with with who? Zion? Zion, or he may not think he needs as much help as we think he but needs. But that's that's where. But that I would blame. I think blame, that's fair. But I, Wild, that I would blame him for. Well, yeah, because he's you 30. think he's sitting there saying, "Man, I need." Kevin Durant to no, win the championship. No, I didn't say Kevin Durant, but Brew, do you? I think Dame has a high basketball IQ. I think Dave is a, Dame is a savvy, sharp guy. He's 33 years old. He, if he thinks the Blazers are a tweak away or a minor move away, well, a big then, move with the number three. Then, okay, even that trading the number three pick for a, you know, for Zion away from winning a title, then I think that. That I would blame him for because what that shows it be a, that that he that, really doesn't want to win. That of the two things he wants, that he wants to win, and he wants to stay in Portland and be the man and have a career with one team, that that weighs heavier than the winning, which is his prerogative. Sure. But it wilds like he's got you. I mean, you made the point. You didn't like Dame's quote when we first saw it yes. because you thought it was. Unrealistic. Yeah, I said on the call this morning, I said it's like wanting me wanting to win a windsurfing competition and live in New York. Like at some point, (laughs) you either got to move to Aruba or stay, but you can't have both. So here's where the Blazers are last season. They were 26th on the record. Their offensive rating was 18th, and their defensive rating brew was 28th. If he thinks he's one player away, I think he's very wrong. And I'll use the LeBron example. When LeBron went back to Cleveland, he said, okay, I'm LeBron. I'm really good. Kyrie, you're Kyrie. You're really good, and we've got the number one pick. I don't want the number one pick. I need another star. 
So go get Kevin Love, send Andrew Wiggins to Minnesota, and now we can win a championship. Dame has one-third of the puzzle. He, and he's like, well, if I get Zion, I'm like, okay, but you're still a third away. You're still your Kevin Love player away. I agree, but I think part of what's enabled Damian Lillard at 6'2 from Weber State to become an all-time I great I've seen is thinking, commercials. I can do <laughs> that, that, That's it, right? That but, he thinks he, he – his expectations of himself are higher than ours, and that's what's enabled him to become such a great player. I, the, the, I, I, here's the thing. I don't think, though, that Dame – I don't think this is Dame being delusional. I think it's if Damian – that or him lying. I, I think if Damian Lillard doesn't force his way out of Portland, it's not because he's now convinced they can win a title. It's because he's making a choice that sure. I – that, that being the, the man in this city and ha- be, being relatively close to home, you know what I mean, in Northern California as far as what other places you could go on the East mm-hmm. Coast, and having one career with one team, all of that is the most important thing. And I'm going to try to climb this mountain as high as I can get it. And climbing it without, you know, by myself, I, that is... But Look, it, it, I, I don't have a problem. And I said, Iverson... I, Russell Westbrook, they had the same mentality. They were like, look, of course I want to win, and I'm going to give all my all to win, but I want to win here. This is my team, and if I can't do it at the end of my career, I'm fine with that. I don't mind that attitude Me neither. at all. That's what, but, but I, and I'm telling you, what I'm saying is if Dane doesn't force his way out, that's his attitude. It's not, uh, I'm not doing it because I think we're going to win a title here. He's not dumb. He knows too much about basketball, and even if he thinks he's the – Top three player in the league. He can believe that and still also know they can't win a title. I, the thing you were saying, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, he, he also has the luxury of not having to win. LeBron James didn't have this luxury. Kevin Durant did not have this That's luxury true. of like, if Kevin Durant finishes his career without a ring, everybody is crushing him. Yes. Dame's not going to be that guy because he's not on that level that yeah. KD is. Okay, go. I just want to, before we move on, just quickly. And we've said this before, but I think it warrants repeating today with the news that Michael Jordan's final move with the Washington Wizards is going to be passing on Scoot Henderson for Brandon Miller. Vegas thinks Brandon Miller's lock stock number two. If you're Portland and all of a sudden Scoot, who's also 6'2", and it's like, hold on a second. We have Shaden Sharp, Bruce guy who you like. We could have Scoot who a lot of people believe would be the number one pick in a lot of drafts and somehow he's going to fall to us at three. And then potentially a bounty for what we trade Dame for. That is a supercharged rebuild with a team that makes I sense. Agree. It is, it is in agree. Portland's best interest, if it's true, that Jordan's going to take Brandon Miller th- to drafts. Because you can't play Scoot and Dame together. You can't have two 6-2 guards. That's and they gonna, got Anthony the, Simons, too. Or, I mean, exactly. Is the three small, and but so, isn't that why Jordan is – I know we don't want to turn it into a draft the, conversation, but he doesn't think that – Scoot and Lamelo. I, I get. I understand that. I, but you, again, one of them could be a trade. Yeah, exactly. If, if trade Lamelo. If Scoot's as good as I believe he is, I think he has to go number two. But set that aside. If you're mm-hmm. Portland, this I do. You think Portland's front office wants Dame to ask for a trade? Because I do. No, I think Port- if that's true, then man up. Oh, man no, up. Sit down with your superstar and say, "Look, Dame, we love you. We love your loyalty. You have been." They would say maybe the best Blazer ever. I would probably say Clyde Drexler. Yeah. They might, a lot of people would say Dame. It's Clyde. Give him his respect. But it's like for you and for us, 
it's better if we all if we split ways. You're not winning a championship here, and we're going to be in this mediocre middle ground as long as you're here because we don't have the pieces around you. Yeah. We'll go young, and you go to Boston or wherever we send you, and you can win a championship. Yeah, I like that. I do feel odd because it feels somewhat selfish as a basketball fan. It is. Watching Jimmy yeah. rise to the occasion and be like, man, that could be Dame too. Maybe on the same team. But to watch Dame in the playoffs is something we haven't seen enough yeah. of. Right. Terry Cummings pretty good too. That's Terry Cummings, Terry Cummings is pretty good. No, not in the day. day. No, no, this this guy's a good player. This is a pretty good player. <laughs> he was nice. But, all right, Bill, head out to LA. MVP. Where better I thought the Clippers were adding Chris Paul, but it turns out Mark Stein reporting they were thinking about breaking up yeah. Paul George. Front office is quote giving real consideration to the idea of disassembling the Kawhi Leonard mm. Paul George tandem. Well, here's their track record. Speaking of things we haven't seen a lot of, these two play together. Jeez. 41% is the literal bottom line there. Yeah. So, Nick, is this the right move to split up Kawhi yeah. and Paul George? It's time to end the most overhyped, without any production duo in modern NBA history. Like, what was your favorite moment oh, of this Clippers era? I know what mine was. It was the entire, it was really Brew's star turn involving First Things First. Sure. Brew had been a star on many outlets, but he had never had a moment on First Things First <laughs> until Brew's Clippers. That was my favorite, Brew's Clippers during the bubble Y'all season. Y'all kind of backed but, the brother into that corner, no, too. You I say I like the Clippers one day on the show. Next thing you know, I'm, your I'm the Clippers team. But it was... <laughs> But okay, if it's not Bruce Clips and it's not the billboards and they're like, hey, you can have backpacks because we're going to take the team from the Lakers. That was fun. And the New Balance commercials, was it the most, I think maybe the most embarrassing 3-1 blown lead ever because of the way they did it. Just blowing 20-some point leads and then getting blown out. The game seven being laughable. Was that it? That was Was definitely, I'd say, the low point. Or was the low point when your star player who holds all the the strings like a marionette for your entire organization is like, yeah, I'm going to live in San Diego and I don't know when I will or not be there. Or was it when colleague Skip Bayless knew more about Kawhi's injuries than the Clippers did. I don't know what it was, but I know none of it was good. <laughs> so yeah, when you still owe your next three years of draft picks to Oklahoma City, you probably need to admit it's not happening and start the rebuild before that new stadium opens so your fans have something to look forward to. That's what I would that say. That was cute and energetic. It was, I <laughs> like it. You've been waiting accurate. a long time for that and I've you been, deserve been, it. Thank you deserve it. However, no. No, here we go. I know you made say. your bed. I, look, because you, it has been an abysmal <laughs> failure. But why? Because they're hurt. Yes. But Boo, don't say <laughs> it's if they get healthy, injuries. give them one more year. Don't say no, it. No, no. My oh. point is, who you getting for Paul George, who hasn't played 60 games in four years and is 33 years old? A draft who picks. you getting for Kawhi Leonard, who no. is always going. injured, right? Who had low management this year and then gets hurt in the second or third game of the playoffs. Yeah. You're not getting the guys. They've got one year or two, if you include their player options, left on your deal. All right? So I say 
It, it's just too late. You made your bed. You got to lie in it at least one more year. One more year. Yes. So play the guy. See what happens. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Disappointment. That's fine. Let's see. They had one chance. Much like the Nets that you two like to mock. <laughs> they had one chance. And they blew it because they were up 3-1 on Denver. Mm-hmm. But they, that was their only chance in these four years to do anything. Give it one more shot. Okay. And here's the deal. Yeah. They – most likely, they'll both opt out of their deal after next season, oh. trying to get right. So, maybe not if they're smart. Or I, don't at least know Kawhi. If, I don't know if Kawhi, Kawhi will. might not. Yeah. But we'll see. If they opt out, let them walk, get you some cap room, and you're going into the new arena in Inglewood that year. So do that. If not, see what happens this year. I don't think. I Because the, they can't. Like you said, I mean, look, they were irrelevant. For basically two decades, right. made the playoffs only twice in tw- in eighteen years. Yeah, but they they don't want to go back. Hold to on that. a second, though. But that wasn't the era that preceded this. The era that preceded was, this was, was the most City. successful Clippers era ever. But even then, that wasn't great. No, At least this no, group was better than this. No, it wasn't. This group got to a conference okay. final. I would I would argue the Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan era. The totality well, of it go was further. better. It was You're more. Right. That was di- as disappointing as this. That was because okay. you hired. Doc Rivers, you're thinking, we're going to win the championship. Fair enough. I think it was – you're a Clippers fan. You look more fondly upon well, that they era. Had a, they played. They, they played. The well, yeah, they played. I get it. But the they also play. had – look, if they're – and I know it's a big if. Oh. If they're healthy – Oh, my God. You got to stop with it. I'm going to save it. Yeah, give them one more Because they own somebody in the NBA. That's true. What? They own it, somebody in true. the NBA. Okay. They own LA. What? They're 24 they own the when they play together. It doesn't matter. Okay. It, it doesn't okay. matter. Okay. They what Brew. 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 You don't know. I, I, and I got more coming in the next segment on this. On, on the Clippers? <laughs> we're yeah. talking In the, the Lakers segment. He's saying the Lakers. We, we got a whole L.A. We're, segment we're not here. We're doing that. Not, that's not even next. No, we're talking it. about Wimby next, he's first of all. In well, second in the of all. In the seat. I, yeah. the, okay. I'm not going to. Can I just. Because they don't on. own their draft picks, they what? need. They can't. The, the whole, like, do it another year. And then it's on the board. Kawhi and Paul George could walk for nothing. You get nothing. You are forced to bottom out with no way to recoup the picks. And if you're terrible, you get no benefit from it because the Thunder get your picks. You've got to get. They had two decades of lottery picks and did nothing with them. Well, LJ and I know it was a different regime, but just having lottery picks doesn't mean you're going to make the most out of them. But having no picks means you can't. Well, you got to get these. Maybe they need a new medical staff. How about that? Oh my gosh! How about that? Are you bringing Chris Paul back? You uh, Russell Westbrook back, you mean? Yeah. Or I, I would oh, bring I not bring both. Chris I wouldn't bring both. Yeah, One bro. or the other, I'd love to I have. I like them both. Really? Why? Yeah. Because, well, A, You Russ, think Russ is going to like that? I know they're Russ good is going to play but... 75 games and have a lot of opportunity while people are hurt. And okay. then Chris Paul is like good karma. And then come playoffs, Chris will start and Russell sit. Sure. That'll be good? What? <laughs> you think that'll no, fly? I think team. it's good vibes to have Chris Paul back in the Clippers uniform. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lob City again? Guys, you guys, I, they're, they're Lob City. We're talking about their title. Who's leading. jumping for the lobs? He knows. Kawhi. Kawhi can barely Kawhi. Wemby next on FS1 of the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. How does Brew end with Kawhi can barely jog after the impact? Well, the, the way defense. it looked at the end of the season. He'll, he'll get help. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. 
From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download the Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to the new Joel Klatt Show YouTube channel. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Wemby sat down with Tommy and JJ Reddick in their podcast and talked about the sky-high expectations and the pressure that comes with it. Take a listen. I don't feel any like pressure on my shoulders or what. Uh, and I think the reason is because I like uh, I try to live free. I, I, I'm sort of be like a free mind at, at all times. And the way I play is just the way I want. I truly want to play, you know. And I've wanted to play my whole life. So it's just you know, this is me, and I'm trying to show my true personality on the court and just be myself. And I, I know what I want. Like I'm I'm driven from like from the inside of, of my heart and like. Nothing can put me out of my path. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to make, like, I do everything. I, I do everything I can. So I deserve what I get. Spurs to the playoffs. Uh, Brew, <laughs> what is Wemby's floor and what is his ceiling? The floor is like Greg Oden. He's injured. Yeah, unfortunately. And is, yeah, yeah is not able right. to play. I mean, if you want to throw in Zion, that wouldn't be the floor of Zion. But, you know, if it's that type of situation where he just can't stay healthy. But Greg Oden would be the best. Before example. you give your ceiling, can I just one quick flop on floor? Yeah. What's his floor if he's healthy? Have you thought of me? No, I didn't really think of uh, it that way because I, I think he's Like, if he's good. healthy, like a floor, you think he's a multi-time all-star even it, it, now, as look, long as he's healthy. If he's healthy, I, it's possible he could be a Sean Bradley and just not that good, but I, I don't see no, that. Got you. What I'm going to say, so my, mainly my floor yeah. answer is Odin. If the ceiling, there is none. Okay. Ceiling is go. I mean, seriously. Go? Yes. Okay. That's the ceiling. Like, is it possible? Yes. Okay. If what we've heard about him is, you saying it's not possible. No, go He's ahead. He's 7'5. He is. He can handle the basketball. He shoots it okay, but he's got a form and looks like he's going to shoot it better. Right. He can defend. He's 19 years old, was the MVP of the French League. And I know that might not be the top-level European League, but he's still playing against yeah. grown men. That's right. And dominated offensively, led the league in scoring, and defensively. He's going to a great organization where he's got a great coach. They know how to handle not only stars, but international stars. He's learned at the feet. Would he play for teams owned by Boris Diaw? Tony Parker, like he's been exposed to great pro players who've handled themselves professionally. Like, and, and I'm I'm not saying I think he's going to be the no, goal I get that, or that he's going. You but know, you're saying I'm just that's saying the ceiling. that's you're the saying ceiling. That's the ceiling. Okay, so that's here's pretty good. You convince me. He's better than Luka, Giannis, and Jokic were at this stage. And look at how so great I, they. Became. I don't. By the way, I don't think he's 
has a better European resume than Luca did. For the record, I know Luca went third in the draft. I thought it was crazy at the time. Luca won MVP of a far tougher league and won championships. Mm -hmm. So I disagree with you on that. But he is a better prospect because he's seven five. I don't think he's more kind. So I get that part of it. So here's. So I worry that we in the media are setting this kid up to be a disappointment, even if he's a Hall of Famer. And I hate that. So this is when we talked about it a month ago, and you got, I think, misaggregated by the public right, right, when right, right. you weren't saying you'll be disappointed in him if he's only Akeem. I'm but just what you were saying was what, the, the, that the, 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 the lottery night when they say within three years he could be the best offensive right. and defensive player ever, or I'm sorry, in the league, and he's a better, far better prospect than LeBron, they are setting best up America's, a uh, prospect best prospect in Oh, that's right. History. Best, better prospect than so, Tiger yeah, Woods. So, if, if that's yeah. what it is. Tiger Woods, three years old, getting plucked on the Ed Sullivan right. and show this guy's a better prospect. But that's fine. Doesn't matter. Point is, you were saying that is setting him up for right. failure. So I did, and this is, again, my list, so you might take some issue with it. I think mm-hmm. you'll agree with it mostly. The best players to be drafted number one since Shaq, okay? From Shaq to now, there's the list, okay? I, my question for you guys is this. More likely, Duncan or yeah? More likely... What is, what do you think if, is well, the fair, because I don't think. Taking health out of it? No, I'm saying right, I'm, no, 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 because what happened like, to Yao, assuming, okay, that's what th- I was that, asking. Yeah, like, but that's what I'm Assuming he'll be healthy, I think he, I think if you ask me to project what I think he'll be, I think he'll have a Tim Duncan type career. If you ask me to so project. So multiple MVPs and multiple yeah, championships. All-time great player. Yeah, so you, so you, if he's healthy, can we, I don't know if we can throw that list back up there. If he's healthy when we do this list again in 15 years or whatever, you think it's on the board that Shaq or Duncan have moved back to spot? Yes. The, I think it's on the board that he will be the GOAT. What's up, Wilds? It's a long contract for me. 15 the, years. Okay. All right. That's like you don't, you don't think GOAT is on the board. It's, you know, a possibility. I mean, we, you know, we haven't even seen I, I, no. Do I think it is more of a possibility than, than – any player that you'd be like, well, anything's possible type of thing, that, that he is, that he finishes as a top three guy better than Kareem, Jordan, and LeBron, because there's three guys, I think, who are at least in the GOAT argument. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think that's but, likely. Yeah, I don't think I, that's, no, I, I'm not asking you if it's likely. I, like, because I wouldn't say, like, Scoot Henderson might be a great player. It's not, GOAT is not his ceiling. Or I, I don't know who you could name of the last 20 years. The only guy I thought GOAT was a – well, going into the draft, oh, okay. the only guy I thought GOAT was a possibility for was, was LeBron. LeBron. So yeah. I'm not – I don't just throw this out willy-nilly. No, oh, he's I, a I great player. Who are. knows what it be? But, I'm just saying with these accolades, I don't see how the ceiling can't be – like I we've agree. never seen anything like – never. What, what, if I, what if I reverse engineered it as like a creative writing exercise? Mm-hmm. I was like, hey – Let's say we needed to design a player who had goat potential. Yeah, I design. I wouldn't design this body. You wouldn't design a guy who was seven five. No, I no because I no. Okay, so hold up. So this is where, and again, I am not anti Wimby, but the the. And his th- form does look amazing. Right, he'll, he he'll does. Improve, the, the, it looks like he's, he'll improve. Right. I mean, too he, tall. He, he, I'm saying. I'm saying the shoot threes thing is a bit of a projection. Is 29% at right. the moment, but he's 7'5", and the form looks good. But I'm saying 
that tall and that skinny is not, if I were designing a prospect, you'd probably design the, as far as body type for the NBA, LeBron. Like six, tall, tall enough to not, never be too short, strong mm. enough, durable, all of that. So this is way better than the alternative, obviously, but this is when I saw them doing those exercises on his feet. But smart. And, and I said that is smart, but also concerning. That is smart that they are trying to be proactive. I was going to say, I think it's more cons- precaution than all yes, but there's Right, up. but there's yeah, a reason like Scoot's it, not right. doing that, right? Because they have no reason to think. And so I just, I don't, I, I think that we are putting a little too much at this kid's feet, no pun intended. Like I just, I think, I think it is, I think if he comes out and is Anthony Davis, his, you know, basketball reference page, people say he was a massive failure. And I think that's unfair. Let me ask this, because I, I feel some personal stuff here. Would you like him not to be the GOAT? No. Do you have a problem with him being? Because I, no. as much no. as I like Michael Jordan, I would love this kid to come out and be the best player no, we've ever seen. I would like I, be absolutely as good as the projection. No, if you think this is like trying to like reverse engineer LeBron protectionism, that's not it at all. For you, but you don't I even think, think Goat is on the board. Like, give me one I, reason other than he might get hurt. That goat isn't on the board. Well, I mean, I guess that to me is the the. the or you go- know, a possibility. No, I sure. I just it, it's not so much that I'm trying to say it's not on the board. It's what I'm trying to say is I feel like the fact that it is being discussed as if it is a very real possibility, not somewhere on the far range of outcomes, but like, hey, if this kid stays healthy, he's going to be one of the 10 greatest players ever, and ten, not 10 best players in the league, 10 greatest players ever, and, you know, a 25% chance to be the greatest player of all time. LeBron, LeBron had that, that kind of hype. Sports Illustrated. The, LeBron had that LeBron, kind of hype. Yeah, I don't. And lived up I, to it. Got it. But he's the, yeah, I, I have more concerns about him than I would have. Oh, we got to get, we got to get to this. Okay. We thought uh, pick number two was assuredly Scoot Henderson, but Vegas now is Alabama's Brandon Miller going to Charlotte. Miller was asked about the GOAT conversation <laughs> overall, and here's what he said, Brew. Take a listen. I actually don't uh, think LeBron is, you know, the goal of basketball. I think my goal of basketball is Paul George. You know, I always grew up watching him, so it's never just LeBron. I mean, look, he's (laughs) – correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. He's obviously saying his favorite player is Paul (laughs) George. If he were saying that Paul George is actually the GOAT, that would make me not draft him. <laughs> I'm saying, like, Paul George is the GOAT? No, he's, he, you had it right the first Okay, time. it's his favorite player. I'm cool with that. That's fine. He, he died. I do not think that. He, he's my GOAT means my favorite. Okay. I think the, that. He should have said that, though. This but that is. My GOAT favorite. is a, a movable term depending on how old can you I, are. Can I pull the curtain back on how this <laughs> happened? This is where the audience thinks we're joking about, like, like maybe Brew technically does follow Wild. <laughs> But he's muted him or something <laughs> because we were Wilds tweeted out this clip and yeah. a whole thought process on it on what goat means to different people of yeah. different ages two hours ago.
ago. And then we talked. We were like, should we not even tell Brew what's in the show and have him live react to that Brew, this guy called him? Brew sits up. What is your handle? <laughs> okay, I'm, 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 I'm going to follow you now. D-E-S. Yes, I'm doing it now. D-E-S. Yeah, I did put W-I-L-D-S. I placed E-E in there. Coming up after the break. It's a new episode of Weird and Wonderful. And what else are we doing? Oh, what should the Lakers do? To contend with Joker. Next, FS1. (laughs) (laughs) Baseball is back, and so is Slippin' Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Fresh off of being swept and mocked during the championship parade, chances should be coming to <laughs> Lakerland. Bill Plasky's idea? Trade the 17th pick, sign Chris Paul, and try to win now. Brew, are the Lakers the most dangerous threat to Denver? All right, let me start with this. For the sake of argument, yeah, we have three teams in the Western Conference to varying degrees, but they're all relatively close, where injuries are a major concern. Lakers, Suns, Clippers. For the sake of this argument, can we assume everybody's healthy? Sure. Okay. You grudging me. No, because I don't I, I don't think – I think the Clippers are in a category by themselves. But we're trying to have a Lakers discussion. Well, they, so but they all, they all get hurt a lot. If they're all healthy, the Clippers oh, are the – Oh, stop it. Hold on. If they <laughs> met the Lakers in the playoffs, they've wow. beaten them 11 straight times. How many – okay. Yeah, that's how many. 11 straight. No, no, that's straight. all I was going to ask, but go ahead. Go ahead. What no, no, ask? finish, finish, please. I mean, I'm just saying. They got a I, championship guy in Kawhi Leonard who's proven he can win championships and lead a team to championships. Yep. If they're healthy, they are a problem. That's heck. You saw what they gave. They gave Bro. Phoenix problems without any help. True. Okay, let's say so that. So, what I was, mm-hmm. I would say Clippers and then Suns and Lakers together. Mm-hmm. And then after that is right. Golden State but, and the other but team. But right now, if Jokic said, you know what, I've done everything I came to do in this league, I'm retiring. I want to stay with my horses in Serbia. I'm done. And you, right now, this moment, you were told, hey, pick a team to win the West. Would the Clippers be your pick? Well, 
if everybody's no, healthy. But no, no, no. That is right now today. You don't have concerns right about Anthony today. Davis and no, LeBron? There LeBron's are very be 39 levels years of concerns. Old. I have concerns that my house could catch fire. I have more concerns that a house that is already on fire could catch fire. It's not. The, 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 it's not no, I get I, that, but, but it's it, not but quite the same. I, it, no. The next door neighbor's house is burning, uh-huh. and that's the Lakers. Uh, oh, oh, no. So your house is in no, danger. Hold on. With the Clippers, the okay. house is burning. All right, the Lakers. The, okay, that's so I fine. Get there's We've a lost difference. the plot on the fire. analogy here. Well, the, listen, the I think analogy. it's clearly <laughs> – I don't think the Clippers are – when I was coming up with the teams, to me it is a very – Because you don't think they'll be healthy. Yes, that is correct. Somebody else could say that about I, the Lakers. Yes, but that is – again, I don't or the have Suns. the same argument. But there have been moments in time when it has – when the Lakers have been healthy. Most notably when they won the championship and the playoffs this year. It's never happened for the Clippers. It, it's well, never happened. It happened in the bubble and they lost. Their first year and they blew a 3-1 lead, maybe because Kawhi was wearing down a bit because he's an unhealthy player, and then he blew well, his knee. Well, the Lakers were healthy a playoffs. year ago and the, they got swept. What? They were healthy this year. Oh, this year. year. Yeah, swept. exactly. I agree. So I don't the, know how they're the, that close no, to the Nuggets. No, well, hold on. That's not the question, though. LeBron was hurt. The, hold on. No, no, no. Was I'm he? not saying that. Wait. That's not the question, though. The question is not how close are they to the Nuggets. It's I think what's the Suns and the Lakers. If you take out the Clippers, I think the Suns and the Lakers are what, right. No love for the Warriors anymore, because I agree with well, you. Well, if they do, I, th- I expect the Warriors to make moves. And if they get a seven-footer, it doesn't have to be great. But a seven-foot warm body who can give him some minutes and then trade Jordan Poole for some depth, then what I about think the, so the Warriors are right there. Jordan Poole? Something, something, something oh, I think that'd that? be really? great. Hold on. Well, I'm not saying that's the whole trade. I, think I, I don't see, why, they, I don't see why Phoenix would do that. Why Phoenix would do that? They, do they need Another the Jordan like Poole? They need, they, a, they need size, well, too. So they, they, they'd probably, you're right. It'd probably have to be a three-team trade. I'm just trying to yeah, think of something okay. that could work there. But so oh, Golden they got State, DeAndre Orton. DeAndre Ayton, you believe in them. I, so I think, I just think Memphis is going in the wrong direction. True. I think Golden State, you know, I don't want to they say like they're – right. Yeah, they have, they have to make significant moves. And there seems to be more, I don't know, rumblings that uh, Draymond actually could – you know, truly test free agency. You think so? I think that's all fake. I don't think he wants to leave. Uh, yeah, it's, it's leverage. So I, I was thinking it was all fake. Uh, your buddy Bill today, Bill Simmons, said mm-hmm. he thinks the Dallas thing is very real, is a very real possibility. I should say he didn't predict it. So can but, I just push back on mm-hmm. that? Is that real because Rich and Draymond think Cuban is so desperate that he will jack up the price? And then Mike Dunleavy Jr., whoever's calling the shots, and I don't know. State will then match it. I don't know, but it might be it might be real because they think that in a year from now it'll be Luca, Kyrie, Draymond, and LeBron. Maybe they think that not this coming season, but the season after. Like I'll bet so, you a bottle of Lobos. On the that. well, again, I'm just I'm saying Golden State is in flux. We can okay. say at the very least, Dallas is in flux for the very conversations mm-hmm. we're having. I think the Lakers right now have more certainty than any team out west other than Denver. They certainly have more certainty than Phoenix, which is as a new head coach and just traded away, you know, their starting Hall of Fame point guard for Bradley Beal. I think the Lakers should feel better about their position than any team out west should feel right now, given even with the age and injury concerns, aside from Denver. Can I I ask you a question? Yeah. So I asked Josh to bring this up. Are the Lakers just like running against Usain Bolt, where it's like, all right, Denver's got the gold, but we are in prime position for the silver. After they, got, after they got swept 
and were outscored. Denver had better defense, more rebounds, shot better, took more threes, and made a higher percentage of threes. Yes, but it, what I guess what I would caution you on that is if you look back to the year the Lakers won the title, and then the next, that offseason, they added, I forget who it was, but they added a couple pieces, but were essentially just running it back. The feeling was the Lakers were head and shoulders, the favorites out west by a mile, and they were playing like it. And then, to Brew's point, they suffered an injury at the wrong time. It all fell apart for him that year. It's hard to repeat in this league. I, do I think the Lakers can line up right now and beat Denver? I don't. But I think it's foolish to act like they are definitively going to have to. That Denver, that is definitely just going to, you know what I mean, go on the same run. I think it's very they're hard. They're a contender, the Lakers. There's no doubt about that. If that's what you, I mean, they're right there. I think Phoenix is going to be good because that's like they couldn't score enough points against Denver. Correct. Right now they've got three. Well, they also couldn't twenty stop plus yeah, score. Kind of right, but but there. now they got. I mean, Monty's a great coach, obviously, mm. but Frank Vogel's a defensive coach. Sure. And DeAndre Aiden, we'll see what happens. You know what I'll remember this show for? What? Brew reuniting with his beloved Clippers. That's what it's all about. I'm just just stating facts. I'm stating facts. You're back. You're back. 11 straight over the Lakers. That's That's what I'm saying. They're better than the Lakers. They're not better than the Lakers. They, well, we, they how had a they contest 11, 11 times, and they lost 11. Because 11. That, is, that is not how the NBA works. Well, I got into a fight with a guy, and he beat oh, me so, 11 so times. One, I'm better than right, him. Right. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Coming up in 24 hours, you're in luck. It's the most motivating segment in all of sports television. It's the Bud List. Through any tough one. Oh, no. It's a lot. There's, you know, there's no hoop games. Yeah, a lot of baseball games. Baseball, the draft. Ooh. Oh, Michael Jordan on, on there, game. his final pick. Wow, look at these odds. Free agent DeAndre Hopkins. It's on the board, Nick. Took to Twitter and said, whoever is my future in my wide future wide receiver group, I promise I will make your job easy. And this echoes some cogent analysis that we heard last week. If you get DeAndre Hopkins, you're actually getting Wait, Wait a minute. You get DeAndre Hopkins, <laughs> player number one, player number Wait two. Wait a minute. You get a better Juju Smith-Schuster. And number three, you get a better Mac Jones. Did you, you should have just retweeted your tweet. Did you, you tweet No, that? he said it on the air, yeah, bro. You were it. here. You didn't tweet it, too? Well, just because DeAndre Hopkins said something. I remember you said it. Quote panel that was very similar. Said last week. Well, got to be honest. When you melt. said it, I didn't think it was worth a quote panel. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying <laughs> I'm Real? shocked at it, how yeah. it's far it's gone. Yeah. Well, I can. I really just requested a quote panel. <laughs> yeah. on my own okay. Quote. Well, go ahead. What's the question? Brew your reaction to that cogent analysis. It's sad. Oh come on. Not not your analysis, but this Nick is a cry for help. No, it's not. It, it is a cry for help, Wilds, and I'm about to explain why. He is begging. He is begging a team with a great quarterback. To come get me. He wants one of the receivers, right, (laughs) Stephon Diggs or something, to go to Josh Allen, to go to the front office and say, look. Hey, what less catches? Look at this tweet 
by DeAndre Hopkins. We get him. We're in business. We can beat Kansas City. Or Cincinnati's obviously not going there. But, you know, he wants one of these teams with a great quarterback and receiver to come get him. He's not excited about playing for either Ryan Tannehill or Matt Jones. Well, I'm sorry. That's what this is. And by the way, I know you're not, you know, a voracious Twitter reader. As we've learned throughout the show. <laughs> I, what I was so surprised by, I was like, wait, DeAndre didn't say this on a podcast. I mean, he tweeted it. Yeah. So I went and checked. He hadn't tweeted in a month. So there he just go. he takes a Twitter. At, I mean, Brew nailed it. It is someone who has been asked to prom, and prom is rapidly approaching. <laughs> and they're like, I do not want to have to go with this person. But right now, they're the only person who's asked me. So then they're like saying, you know, loudly in the hallways, they're like, you know, my dad's going to get me a limo for prom. Like, oh, I think, uh, or whatever it is. I don't know right. what you're going to say. You let uh, me borrow his Corvette. Right, let me, his Corvette. Corvette. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Corvette. Doesn't matter. The point is, yeah. wild. His bins? Don't you agree? Yes. What? As much, as sad as it makes you that it would appear DeAndre Hopkins doesn't necessarily this, want to be a Patriot this but is, realizes he might have to he, be. Nick Gosh, even softened it, it no. when necessarily. He don't want to be a Patriot. It's about it's clear. negotiating. And DeAndre Hopkins and his agent are very savvy. Okay. And I'm waiting for the news alert to drop. Anything yet, Josh? Let me know when he signs with the Patriots. And here's some cogent analysis. Since since you guys just want to make fun of me, I'll be the cogent analysis guy. If he wants a deal like OBJ, who's making about 18, Mac Jones is making $4 million. So give him the $18 million. I think OBJ's is 15 and 3 with incentives. Give him 18 guaranteed. Now you have a number one wide receiver and your quarterback making a combined $22 million. About half as much as Daniel Jones. It's a bargain. And you get to see what you have in Mac Jones. Because I, I do with that. think it's on the board that Mac Jones is not the guy. It's got to be on the board. Really? Whoa. The baby goat? From Kojin. This is me. <laughs> you should never call him the baby goat. This is not he comes me, the out does something. This is cogent analysis. <laughs> in year three, you have to make a decision. Okay, I'm, Give I'm the guy a number you. one wide receiver to see if you have to draft somebody else. All this right. is cogent analysis. I'm proud. You guys up here doing a comedy show. <laughs> okay. All right. Just saying. Coming up next. Wait, I'll go we're back still to in. Are we, oh, we're doing the Raiders? <laughs> You, you got so emotional about the baby belt. Marlon Humphrey echoing the enthusiasm coming out of Baltimore. Take a listen. On paper, you know, we look scary. Um, I think the product we put out, you know, that, that that's really all that really matters. But on paper, man, we look very scary. So I am so, one of the many things I'm very excited for about this upcoming NFL season. I think in the AFC, which I think we all believe is the tougher conference. Yes. You have two divisions that are going to be dogfights in the Ooh. top. Like the as far the AFC East, I think you can make a credible case for three teams winning it, and you can make a case Fair. for any of the four. Mm-hmm. The case for the Patriots is no, that no, no. The yeah. case for the Patriots oh, okay. is that Mac and that Mac Jones takes a massive leap. They signed a receiver, and sure. we were wrong about Mac Jones. But a credible case for three of them. The AFC North, 
You can make an odd case, I think, for all four. I think they're stronger, but there's very strong cases for the two at the top, Cincinnati and Baltimore. And the question really is, Brew, is Lamar going to end up being worth the contract he just signed and stay healthy? But I think the the Ravens, to me, are a scary team. You guys remember last year I talked about that they were, after Cincinnati, to me, the team that scared me the most uh, for the Chiefs in the AFC because of the X factor of Lamar. They are indeed very scary. All right? I mean, we look, Lamar Jackson wins. Dustin? Oh, the graphic. This what? one hasn't. We haven't seen this in what a while. What is this? This is the guys who won 70% of their games since the merger. And you see Jimmy G's on there. I'm not even talking about Jimmy G, though. He is in the top seven. Oh, wow. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is second among active quarterbacks in winning. Now, obviously, the great Patrick Mahomes is number one. But they win with Lamar. That defense is legit. It was third in the league in scoring last year, scoring defense. We, look, they gave Cincinnati with Tyler Huntley. Yeah, Remember sure. that? I mean, could have won that game. They would have won for that and fumble, not for the fumble right, six. The 98-yard return. So, um, they're going to be scary. And the receiving core is great. I, I can't wait to see what the offense looks like with Todd Munkin. Yep. And they got the great receivers. If the running backs are healthy, they should be good. Re- so. Can I, can I throw a little cold water on here just because you guys are so enthusiastic? Seems like a lot of hope. I just wrote down, like, the hope column is this. Zay Flowers is the guy. OBJ has more left in the tank. Lamar's healthy and takes a leap, and the OC unlocks dynamic offense. The guarantees, Mark Andrews in the defense. Just feels like there's well, a Lamar's lot. Lamar is a – The only problem with Lamar is if he gets hurt, which, okay, that's but fair. Lamar, I, I want to see Lamar, like, classic thrower now. Oh, well, well we got to see that. I think he'll be – he's not going to throw it like Mahomes, but I think the combination of his throwing and running is yeah, going to be The Ravens have about as good of a shot as anybody if they're yes. second in the AFC. They're right there. They're in the amongst well, of the teams. No, that's fair, but, I mean, look, Kansas City should be the favorite. Well, I mean, they're, they're going to win. I mean, they, I don't know if you know they the barely AFC Championship game is literally now called anti- the arrowhead. They <laughs> barely squeak by who they? Barely. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, save $30 on the American-made Steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to a big show, by the way. Kevin Durant has a new teammate in Bradley Beal. He also went to bat for some old teammates, Kyrie and Harden, in a Twitter exchange with his friend Eddie Gonzalez. Here he is on Harden, one of the most influential in the history of the game. It's insane. Nobody sees it. And here he is on, actually, Kyrie and Russ, three old teammates. Inspired a whole generation. They don't ever get credit for it. I thought it was very nice. I don't totally know if it made sense. <laughs> I thought it was nice. Brew, it was nice. Call me nobody. Because I don't see how James Harden's one of the most influential players. Now, one of the greatest players? Sure. You guys know, I've always said James Harden is one of those unique players, one of the few players who I think is an all-time elite scorer and all-time elite playmaker. Like, he was great as a point guard for Brooklyn. And I thought this year, he's older, he's not quite himself, but he led the league in assists. He is a very good point guard. So, 
I, James Harden is an all-time great. I don't know how in the world he's influenced the game. When I think of who influenced the game in this generation, I'm thinking LeBron James, Steph Curry, and Nikola Jokic. And if you want to throw in Durant Jokic influenced as a, the game? Yeah, because people are going to start following a big man that can bring okay. it up court and do all the things he does. You could say KD, although you probably say Dirk, Dirk. instead of KD because maybe, you know, Dirk was before KD. But the seven-footer shooting like that. But I don't see – the influence right, of James Harden. So let's stay on Harden, and then we can get to the Kyrie and Russ one. I totally see what he's saying. I think James Harden, they didn't get over the finish line as a champion. But what Harden and Maury in Houston teaming up to do the self-realized threes and layups and free throws offense. I'll buy that. That did, and you needed that was, James um, Harden's. That was Mike D'Antoni. But, well, that was his no, but No, no, because the, it pre, I mean, I was there, and you, I'm not trying to say I right. was there, so I know it, but when Kevin McHale was the coach, they were doing it. They did it more with Mike D'Antoni when he was there as well, but the Harden, Harden's specific skill set of being able to draw the fouls, the step-back three, which I think he popularized more so than any other player, all of that influenced it. Now, you can argue a lot of it influenced in a bad way to where the league is not as aesthetically pleasing if you like the mid-range, and the league had to step in and be like, these jabroni fouls of like hooking a guy and the unnatural stuff. Yeah, that's a bad, they changed that's the rules. But no, I don't think it's what he's talking about. But I do think Harden is... A wildly influential he, so, player on a very in, in, with an influential style. The only thing I see that you said that he's influenced is the step back, and he's not obviously the originator no. of that, but he's one of the greatest players to do it. I don't think the fouling, like I don't see that as being everybody's trying to do that. And the three, like I said, I would give more credit to Dan Tony for that that the, style of play than, than the, Hart. well. I mean, I Hart think had to the, execute. And so, listen, I just I do think that. There are players far greater than James Harden who I think have had far less influence on the style of basketball that is played and the the prevalence of – I mean, he was – if you look back on that run in Houston, he, the guys – he was shooting 10-plus threes and taking 10-plus free throws a game. We'd never seen someone do well, it. who's playing like Harden? Who, who do you every, see that's – Every kid. Trying to play I, like, no, Harden. I, like Like we, Harden? Yeah, every – someone explained to me – that's like when we were growing up, bro, I'm going to put you and I in the same age bracket. The goal of basketball was to get past the guy. And then at a certain point, it changed to just getting space and getting going the opposite direction. Rather than going past, I'm going backwards. And then the other question I have for you is this. Who do you consider the father of the Eurostep? Like if you go out Manu. on a court right now. Yeah, a lot of people Manu, say that. But I think the grandfather, but Harden made it. Yes. The thing. I agree. I, but with I that. think Ginobili, I, I, I say Ginobili. Ginobili is like, like I say the originator, but Harden almost like perfected it. I, he didn't perfect it, but you know what I mean? He was, he, he, he did it at such a more prolific level. What the, go ahead. No, sorry. it was when I spin forward to Kyrie and Russ. Exa- exactly right. So the, I mean, I, listen, I am a Kyrie. I don't want to say critic, I guess, is the fair word. You know what I mean? I, the, I have you been. You more as a marionette. The, well, okay, yeah, but what I, the, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He called me a puppet. I'm sorry. I didn't get it. <laughs> um, but I do think these guys get credit, and I do think there's a generation of kids that look at them as icons, bro. I, I think they're Russ. legitimate icons. Yeah, like, so I don't, I don't know what, I don't think 
what KD has wrong here is that he inspired a whole generation. I think what he has wrong here is they don't get credit for it. Like, I'm not sure what he's looking for. Like, they both had signature shoes. They were both, you know what I mean, some of, in, they, in popular culture, some of the most talked about players yeah. of their generation. Uh, Kyrie hasn't gotten the awards, but he hasn't earned the awards. No one would be like, ah, I should have won MVP that year. Like, that hasn't happened. So, I agree with the first part of this, but I don't understand the second part. I think Kyrie's inspiration comes off the court. And I don't mean the controversies, but the great things he's done charitably. Like, he, in December, we paid – Put $22,000 in a college student's GoFundMe account because sure. she needed to finish college. So I think things like that, and he's done many more. People see that. People see him, whether you disagree with him or not, people see him as a guy that is thoughtful and cares about people outside of basketball and things off outside of basketball. I think that's inspiring. On the court, I, I think he's – and you guys know I think he's a Hall of Famer, but I think he's more of a cautionary tale, though, as far as – like, he's lost tens of millions of dollars. You, yeah, but on the court, don't you think you see the, like, handle? the handle and the layup package? It, to me, kids yeah. try to emulate. Well, he's the best ball – I think he's the best ball handler in NBA history. But he's, I would say, more inf- inspirational. Like, he even got a lot of that from and one. And sure. I think kids look at and one mixtapes. Kyrie's done it better than anybody. And even the finishing – Again, I'm, I'm going Rod Strickland, and yeah. Kyrie got a lot of it from him. Isn't that I his just, godfather? Yeah, I, I think. But Bruce, can I give? I you, don't know if people are is looking. He at the best guy. below the rim finisher ever. Arguably, he's certainly in that. He's got discussion. the best handle, yeah. and most kids, if you're talking about Jaren, especially dunk. kids, can't dunk. Right. Yeah. So there he is. Yeah, I think well, Katie's inspirational. Right on yeah. The I, I don't see how Russ. I mean, Russ. It, the thing about Russ was he played right. so hard. Yeah. But. He's not the first player to play so hard. He is. So, <laughs> according to KD and you, he is. Ben Simmons, back in the lab. That's not a good deal. <laughs> Come on. Well, we're going to see it. on the bench. Right. I, just that, I thought we were showing Instagram. We, are we going to see it? Yeah. yeah. Instagram. There, there we is. go. That's much better. I, he looking muscular. I give him that. There's a lot of two. Not a Dusty, no. that's the body I want okay. when you put me in the cowboy hat. his knee or Ben Simmons? Yeah, ben Simmons. Oh, okay. Ben Simmons. Yeah. Uh, minding my business, working my ass off, chop wood and carry water. Uh, Zen Buddhism saying. So, you're, rea- oh, you're what? I, I just, I don't want to hear from Ben until you're playing basketball. Because huh. it wasn't like he missed the whole season, Right. He, aver- he played 42 games. He averaged six, six, and six. All right? St- I, remember, I don't know if he's done it this offseason, but all these offseasons in the past where he's shooting J's and he's stepping back, shooting threes over who knows who he's playing against, mm-hmm. I don't – there is a mental block still with him during NBA games. Because even going back to Philadelphia, there are people that would tell you he would shoot jumpers – and look okay doing it. But then in the game, he was afraid to shoot. And I, th- I don't think it's to the point where it was a year ago, but it still is a factor for him, I believe. And until I see him go out there and let it all hang out and play up to his potential, I don't want to see stuff like this. Just show me. Don't tell me. All right, so two points. One is 
I do believe that was the very first time Wilds has ever cursed on the show, so I will remember this show for that and for Brew becoming a Clippers fan again. I know you were we reading a curse? quote. I know, but I don't. You ASS. usually, oh. you, yeah, you usually say something else, so I will remember Behind. that. Uh, mark it in the time capsule. Here's the other thing. Do you guys remember the last time we talked about Ben Simmons on the show? Because it was no. Instagram related. It was when the Sixers lost. Remember? Oh yeah, he had his off kilter yeah. television. Yeah, exactly. He was watching the game. That tweet is why I can't give him credit for this tweet. Why? The whole minding might be like, oh guys, don't mind me. I'm I'm blocking out the noise. I'm going the you know the I am because there was some internet. There's another thing uh, that was talked about this week was some internet you know sleuths saying that a previous Instagram picture of him was artificially enhanced to make him look more muscular. So I think maybe this is in response oh. to that. Hmm. But you hadn't been minding your business, man. You don't play and you t- take trollish shots yeah, like it. at the Sixers. You like it. Well, how can you like pick one? It? Pick, hey Ben, you need to get your confidence back. Start, start on Instagram. Oh, that's a sign of confidence. Yeah, okay. a little bit. I'm with Talk it. Joel if he's going to come out, out and ball, I am totally yes, with it. Tweet away, post away. The thing, what I am worried about, I have the opposite take of you. I follow Ben Simmons, and I'm waiting for those basketball shots, basketball videos, right, right, right. and they haven't been out. It's him tying his shoes. It's him lifting kettlebells. It's him with his trainer with rubber bands. You know how I feel about those training rubber bands. Yeah. I want to see straight up basketball. Straight up basketball. Okay. And, st- and until I see it, I still think there's a block there. Yeah. Real basketball. I don't think Call we Chris have Brickley. much evidence that Ben Simmons enjoys playing basketball that much. And I think that that combined with the mental block is made him a non-player. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know the people. I still believe in Ben Simmons. Of course not. Right. I know it sounds mean. I know it sounds harsh. But I mean, he has, I think, opted into this path. And I'm rooting for Agreed. him. I, I've seen I a lot root, of. Pictures. I think we're all rooting for him. Well, do you know he He's has a labradoodle? <laughs> oh, that's on his Instagram? Yes, I see oh, a lot of them. Okay. You see more of Ben Simmons' Instagrams than Bruce sees your tweets. That's, that's a fact. That's true. But I follow you now. I just followed you. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Welcome back to Just an Electric Show. Friend of the show, Bill Simmons, 
said someone that he trusts told him that Zion won't be on the Pelicans by tomorrow. Drew, do you expect this to happen? No. I expect Zion to be with New Orleans. I, I just think he's too good and he's too young and he's got too much upside not to give him another chance. And I get that he's got a lot of growing up to do. He's got to shift his attitude. Maybe his work ethic needs to improve. But I think what they're going to do, because they got rid of the head guy, you know, medical trainer, or mm-hmm. at least moved him away from that position. Zion was not fond of him. They got rid of a coach that he loved in Teresa Witherspoon, who's a great coach. But there was a feeling among some that she kind of coddled him too much. I think they're going to try to drive him more, have him play more, and see how it goes. And, again, he's just too good and too young. It's not like he's been out the complete seasons, the whole season. So I think they'll bring him back and and make a go at it. So if that's the case, Nick, we talked about it yesterday, these rumors are all over the place. Mm Mm-hmm. Why hasn't New Orleans or David Griffin called that, somebody, anybody, Mark Stein, called just someone, say, hey, putting my foot down here. Zion is well, our guy. We are building around him. Right. He is not being traded. That I, because I think they're shopping him. Now, it doesn't mean, they, doesn't mean that you get the offer you want. I think it's pretty clear that they don't feel Scoot Henderson for Zion Williamson is a good enough deal. I think because it would appear... That they could trade. They seem to love Scoot. That I, well, that's what I thought, but I and maybe that's what ends up happening. Mm-hmm. Like that seems to be. And right now, you it would look like you can get Scoot by trading for the number two pick with Charlotte or the number three pick with Portland because Charlotte, if they stay there, is going to take Brandon Miller. Uh, I I am not predicting he he's traded. I do think that I do believe that they are shopping him. And that they are aggressively trying to drive up the price to a place where they feel they have to take the deal. I also think it'd be best for Zion. I agree with Brew that in a perfect world, if I'm New Orleans, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that we saw them win the lottery. And we saw the live cam of like the season ticket sales office and they went crazy and it was all. And it's not that long ago. It was December when he averaged 30 Seven and five on 60% for a month for a team that looked like it was going to be a top four seed in the West. We're not that far removed from any of those things. But I do think it'd be best for him to get a fresh start and to get a clean slate of things. I do think it'd be best for Zion. But if you're New Orleans, it is in that market in particular, you, you don't only need like a good team, you need a draw. And the New Orleans has always no had trouble, like and he and he could be the best draw in the league. Let, let's put it this way, Wilds: If Zion stays in New Orleans and he's healthy, I don't think they'd win the West, but they're a contender. They're, they're on the right list. there, right? They're on the mm-hmm. list. If you trade him, say for Scoot Henderson, are you a contender? No, not this year. Not this year, and we'll see going forward. But and I, and I think Scoot will be good too, but he's not going to be Zion Williamson. And so I think even if you get Scoot and he comes in and plays well, you're not a contender I, in the West if you make that move. And also I think that, look, you, you, I, you make a lot of sense in saying, why haven't they shut down these rumors? That's true. But they also could be like, we kind of like it out there. 
Let him, let's see how Zion responds. I mean, this should light a fire under the young tough, man. You're a tough love guy. Yeah, Ooh, I am. I, I'm from the older generation. Guy. That's no, how we do it. No, it's not, and it works. The, well, sometimes it works. It's not a foolproof Soft. plan. But I, the, I, no, no, we don't need the Dustin, if it's there, if it's there, I'd like to see the old, I don't think y'all, I think y'all lucky. Aristotle or something. Bruto. Okay, Bruto. Sorry, that's what he wants. I know. Honestly, we do a dumb show. It's a smart dumb show, but can I stay here with that? I'm begging you, Dustin. It would be unprecedented for a guy this young who already has proven to be this good, to be traded before the second contract even kicks in. There is no context for it. There is, and so I, I wonder, when you, the tough love thing, Brew, I would agree with to an extent if the feeling was, this guy is lazy. I think there but is some of that. I, I think there is some of that. But I, and this is maybe where me and Wiles are more aligned than necessarily you, that press conference he gave when he was like it, it, New York? No, the pre- oh. no 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 the presidency he gave near the end of the year. No. Oh. Near the end of the year, I should have had him pull it. I apologize. <laughs> you guys will remember it. Where he's like, No, I'm healthy, but I'm not feel I don't yeah. I don't Zion. feel like Zion. And it really seemed like he is going through some things. And you mentioned I think it was you that mentioned to me that in all the messiness of the stuff going on with the women in his life. One thing we all found out is his whole weight issue has gotten to a point to where even the women in his life off the court are talking to him about it. And like, I tried to keep you in shape. I tried to do this. Like that is, so he has a lot of stuff, Brew, for a kid from a small town in South Carolina that I think is weighing on him. I don't think he's a bad kid. I think maybe he doesn't yet know how to be a professional. But those, you know what I mean? That's different. Right. And the eating and work. sleeping and all that is how to be a professional. But it, what I think we can all agree on, similar to what I was saying about with the Blazers, that they have botched the Lillard era, is while Zion owns a lot of this brew, the Pelicans have not clearly, almost by de- definition, have not done the best things for him. Well, then that would be another reason to keep him. And I don't, I'm not saying they got a clean house, but if that's true, then let's put the right people around him. Keep him and figure it out. He's too good to just, we haven't handled him well. We've mismanaged him. We don't have the right people in his life. So let's trade him. No, you can replace executives and coaches. You can't replace Zion Williamson. I mean, with a, I don't know. If you got rid of Teresa Witherspoon, who was the, served as a maternal figure to him, that he was tearing up when he talked about what she meant to him. Like, oh, by the way, we're going to let her go. Okay. I don't think that works. Yeah. It doesn't work. He's like, I don't feel like Zion. Tough luck. We're we, we've talked about dollars. I don't care what you feel like. What Zion, Get out there and I play. What a Zion Jalen Brown trade looks like. Seriously, oh, I'm glad Zion. Go. I hope Zion's it's watching. It's not even this. a good Photoshop. No, it's, it's not good. Your head is that, humongous. <laughs> that's that's not a Photoshop. That's my body. Okay, that's the outfit. All right, we gotta go. The outfit is different. Travis Kelsey well done. defended his quarterback after Jamar Chase defended his quarterback. That's not what Jamar Chase did. By saying, Pat who? Never heard of the guy. It's a little bit of creative license. It was an aggressive defense. Mm-hmm. Take a listen to Travis. Yeah, man. It is what it is, dog. Who doesn't love some good locker room banter, man? Shout out to 
Jamar Chase for, you know, holding it down for his QB, but <laughs> don't you ever disrespect Pat Mahomes now. If you want to talk your shit, talk your shit, pimp, just better back it up. Yeah. You know what he was bothered by? What? You, the Pat Who line. It was, I told, this is very clear. It is very clear. Hey, Nick, who do you think the best, I've used the example again, best studio host in America is Kevin Wilds. Really? Because Wilds was asked and he said Ernie Johnson. Oh, Ernie's great, but I prefer Wilds as opposed to, well, Wilds says Ernie Johnson. Ernie who? That's rude. That would be, I would owe him an apology. I'd send him a note, be like, sorry, I got ahead of myself. It's rude. Like, it just, and Patrick clearly was bothered by it because on a night of jubilant celebration, he thumbed out one tweet with a picture of his two rings and said, that's who. And now Travis Kelsey's on board. So, listen, thank you, Bengals. I appreciate it. It helps those summer workouts go a little quicker. You're right. All right. And, and you guys know how much, how great I think Patrick Mahomes is. Mm-hmm. He is clearly the best quarterback in all the history Jordan-esque. of the game. Jordan esque, first to say he's got GOAT potential. It's all yeah. documented by Sports <laughs> Illustrated. But here's the thing you got to accept, Nick. And this might backfire. Maybe, maybe it'll backfire on the Bengals. They ain't scared of the Chiefs. That's fine. They've beaten y'all three out of the last four times you've met. Are you keep and they lost that? on a controversial call they, yeah, and a, de- you, and a late last second Bro. field goal. It was not controversial. They ain't scared. Bro, I'm it just was not saying, controversial you, and the game Travis, was tied. they ain't scared. Okay, that's fine. They that think they better scared. than y'all. Okay, well, that's idiotic. They, they idiotic. They something. lost on a last second field goal. The, 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 the Chiefs have accomplished more in the year 2023 yes. than the Bengals have in okay. the history of their franchise. Okay. So stop. Just stop. They're just not scared. The, the, that's all I'm saying. The, okay, that's fine. The, you cannot be scared. And I respect that, by the way. And I respect for, unlike Jair Alexander saying Jordan Love's the best quarterback in football, that's ridiculous. But Jamar Chase saying Joe Burrow's the best, that'd be fine. The Pat Hu thing, though, oh boy. I have a feeling I that's because he bellowed. The they want first tomorrow.